This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 992. Don't get lost with these 2021 IELTS questions. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, you'll hear band nine sample answers about getting lost and following directions. You'll also hear great filler phrases to use when you get an unexpected question. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Aubrey, do you have a good sense of direction? I do. I feel like, um, yeah, if I'm out and about, I I think I'm pretty good. I've always used landmarks. I've always lived by mountains. So I'll just glance up and be like, okay, the mountains are east. So this is this way. That I think helps. What about you? (laughs) No, I have zero sense of direction. And it's funny to me that you just mentioned like, oh, you know that the mountains are east. Like this seems like like a fact to you. I I mean, it is a fact, but like, it's just an obvious thing to you. I never know the cardinal directions until now, honestly, living in Portland, because like, the way the city is organized, um, the, like, the streets are – it's all labeled, like, northeast, southeast, northwest, southwest. Like, everything's labeled, so I can't not know sort of right. which direction <laughs> stuff is. Um, but usually I have no clue. Well, and that's <laughs> rare. Most cities don't, don't name things with cardinal directions, so that's yeah. really rare. It is weird. It is so weird. So every other city you get lost? <laughs> Sorry? So when you're in any other city, you get lost? Oh my God, I get lost here. It, do, I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I get lost all the time. Oh, guys. So we are discussing this topic today because according to um, insider information, this is a recent co- uh, question and topic on the IELTS exam, guys. So remember, guys, subscribe to this podcast because we bring you the most up-to-date information. In fact, just a couple days ago, guys, on Monday's show, we gave you the insider secrets from current IELTS examiners about what is it like taking the test right now, different parts of the world during COVID. What is up? So guys, subscribe right now. Never miss one of our episodes. Yeah. And if you guys are like me with a lot of the podcasts I listen to, just like, oh, when I have time, I'll listen to the most recent one. That's not what you should do with this episode. If you're preparing for IELTS, there's so much good information in each episode. So make sure you're subscribed. Don't miss an S episode. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, um, okay, how how are we going to lay this out for our students today? 
So we're going to ask a recent part two question. I'll ask you, Jessica. Okay, sounds good. And then we want to make sure you guys are aware. We've mentioned this recently, but a lot of students don't realize that your part three questions are related to the part two question. So we're going to do both today, where Jessica will answer the part two, and then she'll ask me related part three follow-up questions. That is, okay, I'm so glad that you said that because um, it's easy to forget what people don't know when you know stuff. You right. know what I mean? Like, I mean, you and I have been working with IELTS for so long that this is just like, it's obvious, right? Just how the Eastern mountains are obvious to you and not to me. This <laughs> IELTS stuff is obvious to us, but maybe not to everybody else. So that's a really good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, and I want to extend on that just a little bit. So like Aubrey said, the part three questions are always related to the part two topic. Okay, so like... Part two today is about getting lost. Part three is going to be about, you know, traveling directions, stuff like that. Um, But guys, also be aware that part two is still personal. It's still about you, right? It's all like the word you or your is always in the question, okay? So it's still a personal story. But in part three, it is not about you. And this is a mistake a lot of students make. They think that like the part three questions are like extending on the part two question and they're not at all. Part three questions are about society, the world at large, right? Like other people, (laughs) Um a bigger environment, not just your personal history. However, you should still provide personal examples when it is appropriate in part three. Right, which I'm sure you're going to see me do, right? Because that's interesting. That's how you're able to add detail. When you make it personal, tell a story, make it interesting. Otherwise, it could be really dry and you might find yourself lacking enough to say. Exactly. So I know this seems like two conflicting pieces of advice because we said part three is not about you, but you have to give personal examples. So let me let me explain that because I realize that must sound kind of weird. So, um, okay, let me just take one of the part three questions from today as an example. Okay, I'm not going to answer it just as an example. How important are navigation skills while a person is traveling to an unknown place? So I would answer that cor- I would a- answer that directly, right? A person is traveling. I'd be like, "Well, it's usually vital. I mean, a person doesn't want to be completely lost and alone in a place where they don't know anybody or maybe they don't even know the local language." But then I would use a personal example to support that opinion. Okay. So that's the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah. You might end up talking about a place you visited where you were really glad you had some decent navigation skills because maybe you couldn't speak the language at all and didn't trust yourself to ask someone for directions. Exactly. You make it personal. All right. All right. So let's get into it, guys. Uh, I'm going to do the sample part two, and then Aubrey's going to do the sample part three answers. All right. So, um, okay. I'm ready when you are, Aubrey. All right. I would like you to describe a time you got lost in a place. (laughs) So this is hilarious to me because I get lost all the uh, time. Um, And I must say, I'm not upset about this characteristic, even though it might uh, sound negative. It might sound like a bad thing to have happen all the time. Uh, but honestly, I traveled a lot in my 20s. I went to some, like 30-something different countries and just went all over the world. And uh, more often than not, I did this alone. I did this by myself. And 
you know, pair that with the knowledge that I get lost all the time. And here is the result. It was fantastic. I found things and discovered little nooks and crannies in these foreign places that I never would have found before or experienced if I weren't prone to getting lost. Uh, But if I have to choose just one example, uh, the first one that comes to mind because it is the most recent um, is a time that I was driving somewhere with my son. And let's see, this was last year. And I'm not even sure what we were driving to. I think it was like a new restaurant we wanted to try or something. But the thing is, I, even though I was following uh, Google Maps, GPS navigation, someone telling me exactly where to go, even though that was happening, I still missed the exit. I still <laughs> got lost, ultimately. I was like, I don't know where we ended up. And luckily, a couple minutes later, I looked around and I realized, Oh my gosh, wait, I I know where we are. And it turns out we ended up in a neighborhood called the Hollywood District. And part of this neighborhood is a little coffee shop called Fleur de Lis, which is my favorite bakery cafe in the city. And it was really such a uh, serendipitous occasion because just the week before, I had told James about this place and that I wanted to take him there because they bake everything in-house sourdough bread, which is mouth-watering. It is Thank so amazing. You. Oh, dang. Did you, did really you tell anyone else about this experience? Uh, I did. I talk a lot, and I am uh, certain I told some friends about it the next day. Nice. Excellent. I just, I was um, doing a speaking, a mock speaking test with a student recently who answered that question at length and you know, I had to cut them <gasps> off. And point. I think, yeah, a lot of people don't know there's this little follow-up question after part two that you want to answer very briefly because it's just a transition to part three. Exactly. It's called the closing question, guys. And your answer does not matter. Just say one sentence. Okay. Exactly. Seriously, it does not matter. Okay, so one thing I want to point out that you did amazing. I loved when you're talking about the number of countries you went to, you said 30 something different countries. <laughs> this is so native and natural, right? And you, if you're trying to think of the number of something, you don't want to pause and hesitate and count. Good point. This is yes. the best thing you can do just to be like 30 something. <laughs> yeah, you could be like 30 something or 30 whatever. <laughs> exactly, right? Don't pause same, and think, right? let's see, 31, maybe. No, right? That could drop your fluency score. Let's just say 30-something, 20-something. That's 20 so something. funny. Yeah. What a good tip because um, you and I have both seen students do this where it's like, some students are so worried about giving the exact right answers to stuff yeah. when it doesn't matter. The examiner doesn't know if you're making stuff up. Like, it I could have said anything right there. I could have said two countries. I could have said 67 countries. The examiner does not care. It doesn't even have to be true. Exactly. Um, the only reason they're going to start caring is if you're pausing and hesitating and trying to think right. of these. And then they're like, okay, now your fluency score has to go down. Bummer. I know because we've seen students get like ruined by something like that. Like yes. they're so worried about remembering the right thing that they start hesitating and there's all these pauses with silence and then they're flustered right. for the rest of the exam. So yes. Okay, guys, there's, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but there's so much good vocabulary. You guys need to make sure and come back to the blog because I'm going to define all of these. You said nooks and crannies and the verb prone, prone to getting lost. That's a great word. Yes. And serendipitous. So I will define all of these on the blog. Come back and check it out, guys. Allersenglish.com slash IELTS. Sweet. Awesome. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... 
Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right, let's round out today's episode with just a couple part three questions. All right, remember、okay. these part three questions are from recent exams. Okay, twenty twenty one. All right, let's get to it. So,、um, do you think the use of maps and other apps help to reach a destination accurately? Without a doubt, I remember when GPS didn't exist, and I, I moved to New York City, and I was printing directions on MapQuest, and they wouldn't always be correct, and we'd be driving around forever trying to find where we're going. And it's such a world of difference now when you can just pull up your GPS app, and it's so easy to get to where you're going without a problem. So I think kids these days they don't understand what we went through, how difficult it was to navigate. To get around a city, whereas now it's on your phone, you have it with you. It's so easy. I remember stopping and calling people at a payphone or like、totally. asking directions at a convenience store because we were so limited. It's so helpful to have a smartphone.、Um, okay, pause test. I'm going to ask you one more question, but I just want to tell you what came to my mind when you were talking. I <laughs> remember when I was like traveling, like I said, by myself or whatever. I would.、Um, I I never wanted to look like a Tourist for some、right. like I thought that was not cool, so I never wanted to look like a tourist. So when I was at the hostel before I left for the day in the morning, I would draw. I would look at the maps because, like you said, like we didn't have smartphones, right? I would draw the directions on my hand <laughs> before I left the hostel for the day, and、um, I guess、That's、it worked sometimes.、Funny. But like I said, I still got lost a lot. But I yeah, probably totally、yeah. look like a tourist because I would get the actual city map from like、yeah. the tourist center, and because I wanted to like. Write with a marker my route and like circle all the places I went. I love it. <laughs> so I'm like holding it all day, looking like a tourist. <laughs> I didn't mind. <laughs> well, it's you know I wish I didn't care about being cool back then because I would have <laughs> probably found a lot more stuff. <laughs> and, and I wasn't just lost all the time. Okay, all right. One more question.、Um, why do people like traveling to unknown or unfamiliar new places? Oh, that is an interesting to thing to think about. I have to think about it for myself. Like, why? Why have I? Why do I have this bug to travel? Why do I want to go someplace new every time? I really don't have much of a desire to go visit the same place over and over. I want to go somewhere new every time, and I think it's because. You just want different experiences. People don't want to get stuck in a rut. They want every day to be fun and different. At least I do. So I can assume the average person does. And if you go to a new place, you're going to new museums and you're tasting different cuisines. You get to try all these different foods from different countries and meet different people and learn some of the language from all these different places. So I think there's so much more value in that. You grow as a person. You feel more. Like a、um, a well traveled person, I guess, rather than going and doing the same vacation over and over. Nice. <laughs>、uh, okay, one thing I want to point out that guys, you should listen listen to this episode a couple times because there's a lot of great stuff that came out of both of our responses today to these sample questions.、Um, 
I could tell, right? Like when you started answering that question, it was like, I'm not sure what to say exactly. (laughs) But the thing is, like, the way you handled it is such a good example for students because the context, like, the context you gave, the way you were able to keep talking, those fillers, until you arrived at something exactly you wanted to say was so impressive. Because it was like, first of all, you were recognized, like, well, this is a really interesting thing to think about. And then you were like, I really have to look to myself to figure this answer out. And then like, it was a few phrases like that until you arrived at like something more specific. It was so fantastic and natural. And guys, you could really learn a lot from how to answer unexpected questions. Because remember, guys, it is a speaking test. You have to speak. There's no choice. It doesn't matter if the question is weird or you don't know what to say. You have to talk. Okay? Yeah, I kind of had to narrate my thoughts, right? Because exactly. I haven't thought about that before, really. And I haven't yeah. really even thought about myself. Why do I love traveling so much? I don't always just right. sit and, you know, um, untangle my thoughts and my motivations. So I had to <laughs> totally. think about that a second. But that's a good point because, like, on the surface, it seems like, oh, it's a question about travel. Like, that's an easy topic. But not really. Like, th- I think I think it's sort of stuff like this that's taken as a given, right? Like, people love to travel to new places. But then you have to really think about, okay, but why? Like, why? I never actually took it in that direction before. So, yeah. And if you just guys, answered, if, if you yeah, just answered, why do people like to travel? You're not really answering that question, exactly. right? It's not right. asking that. It's asking, why do we choose new unknown places? Yeah, Which is, good point. Oh, yeah, I'm like, oh, I have to think about that. Totally. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, guys, so remember to hit subscribe so you never miss one of our episodes. And also subscribe to our YouTube channel, IELTS Energy TV. We have a separate YouTube lesson every Tuesday, guys, that you don't don't get on this podcast. And you also get to see videos of some of our podcasts on that channel as well. So subscribe on YouTube and subscribe to this podcast, guys. All right, Aubrey. Well, enjoy the rest of your week. Have a great weekend. um, And I'll talk to you on Monday. Perfect. See you next time. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.